you know, said around the clock, around the country versus around the clock, around the block. I think 81 or 82, I went to Vegas to the AIDS convention. <laughs> Say what? Yes, you heard Jim Thompson correctly. AIDS, the AIDS convention. Say what? And that's where I met Cliff and Lloyd, the Association of Interior Corps Specialists, National Institute of Fire Restoration. We're doing our best on this podcast and through restorationhistory.com to try to make those household names. But Lloyd Weaver is a name that should be familiar to all as the creator of the Porta Dryer, what we now refer to as the air mover and is ubiquitous in the water damage industry. Uh, Cliff Zlotnick, the Z-Man, um, the co-host of IAQ Radio. Back then, it was really a time of truth. If you went to a trade show and you sold a product and it didn't work, as you said, you were out of business, man. I mean, I mean, next yeah. year, uh, everyone would know that, like, it didn't work. <laughs> so I'll never forget, you know, when we introduced our thermal fogger uh, at an REA convention, I think the first year we sold, I think, three machines. Oh, hi, Mark. The next year, we sold maybe 50. I mean, honestly, I mean, it was unbelievable because all these people yep. yeah. that had bought it the year before told all these people. The Diojo Podcast. But contributor to so many of the innovations in our industry, including Unsmoke and um, RestoreX and, and many others. <laughs> Jim is talking about the precursor to what is now the RIA, the Restoration Industry Association, which previously was the ASCR, the Association of Specialists in Cleaning and Restoration, which just prior to that had the unfortunate acronym of AIDS. Say what? Association of Interior Decor Specialists. Um, I wrote an article about this in r, &R Magazine, A History of Collaboration, A Future of Advocacy, which was part of an in interview with Ed Cross, the restoration lawyer. Um, but let's, let's hear uh, a little bit more about the early collaboration amongst uh, restorers and this AIDS convention. What you're doing is terrific. Mentals and proficiency. This yeah. outlet. The Diojo podcast. podcast. Folks should be listening to you. <laughs> what the industry needs is conversations like this. Brands like no other. Terrific. And on Caesar's marquee, it said, welcome AIDS members. Say what? <laughs> and I was a certified carpet inspector by Marty King himself. So I had a yellow ribbon on my tag. It said AIDS in big letters, type name, and then certified AIDS inspector. <laughs> And here we've got Welcome AIDS members with big AIDS banners on. Of... And I've got a Lloyd Weaver Blue Moisture Pro. Oh, man. And we've got Certified AIDS Inspector. We had a blast. We honest to God had a blast. A bunch of us guys, you know, younger in those days. And people were pointing across the crap tables going, we've got their own damn convention here. So we're <laughs> looking for AIDS with these moisture injectors. So I ran into Lloyd Weaver and I ran into Cliff Zlotnick. And... Cliff had thermal fogging, which was different than my Crown 999. And Crown 999, we used to ruin half the stuff I deodorized. Uh, so what we did is we told the insurance company, we saved 50% of everything we deodorized. This is great. The new technology. 
I'm wrapping up an article. Uh, Pete Consigli is my technical advisor. Pete Consigli, Global Watchdog. The working title is The Restoration Zombie Apocalypse. <laughs> While I don't believe any of us really are enjoying Zoom as much as, as maybe we did in the early days of the um, pandemic, but... Uh, but it's also been difficult to get back in the habit of getting back out there as things are opening back up. So talking about how wherever there's opportunity, there will also be innovators and opportunists and determining some of how we decipher that. And I think a lot of that is helped by face-to-face interactions, whether that's local um, associations and networking groups like Pete and Cliff and Jim uh, talked about, you know, before there was a large national association, there was these smaller groups. Um, And then, you know, the power of the larger groups, obviously to get products and ideas in front of other people, test them out, talk to the people that created it. Um, And like uh, Cliff talked about, if it doesn't work, then it would be out. Oh, hi, Mark. Word spreads maybe faster these days, or there's more outlets for it, but it's not as centralized, and there's advantages and disadvantages to that. Um, But also something encouraging that uh, they will be announcing at this upcoming Restoration Industry Association convention and expo. Have to come away to be able to make you, your company, your staff better. Um, And I think that that goes into everything we do is the regional focus groups, which I think will help kind of deepen some of those relationships and feedback from members in areas. Um, I think one of the championing messages is on the advocacy component, and the big picture of that is the industry is has been behind as far as getting, you know, representation um, on the local, state, and national level, you know, with lobbying and those kinds of things. So, uh, <laughs> you know, obviously the insurance companies have lobbyists, but, um, you know, even even a local small group of uh, uh, school administrators, facilities managers, and um, custodians, they have lobbyists, you know, so our, our industry is behind in that regard, and I think that's an area that we definitely need to put a lot more resources and effort into. <laughs> Enter an audio visual experience like no other. Underground rap at its realist. You have an eye for seeing an opportunity and trying to see it through. I know when we talked in AML, there's there's been plenty of hiccups and bumps and bruises, right? In in your path. Um show me somebody in business who hasn't. Yeah, yep. Come yep. on, we've all got similar stories. Here's something exciting to announce: largelossmarketing.com. Jim Thompson has put his 40 years of experience in disaster restoration, large loss industry, marketing and sales and production into a book. My life is one disaster after another. There it is. The title is easy. I've had a plaque for many years in my office that said, life is one disaster after another. Have you ever stopped at a laundromat in Southeast LA in a bad neighborhood and gone in to get quarters out of the fins of the dryer to get enough gas to get to a loss? I have. He said, no, but when Nina and I first started, we would go to 7-Eleven and get a 50 cent hot dog, one, put all the fixings on it, split it in half, and that was our lunch because we were the crew. And I went, Goomba, my, my buddy. We've changed the book title to My Life is One Disaster After Another. 
people watching this have been through these times. You yeah. Know? yeah. Started with a Sears wet vac and trijet fogger for gosh sakes. Thirty five dollars for my answering service was a a burden. You know. <laughs> okay. So so can we pause there for a minute because that that question gets all asked all the time. What equipment is essential for me to start my business? And, you know, on the social medias, it's, you know, you need this laundry list of things. And you just said it, right? You need a friggin' shop back and a spray bottle, right? <laughs> shop back and a spray bottle, I'll tell you what. And you keep your manager's phone from ringing. <laughs> That's what yeah. we aim for. Why does it seem like all of my customers hate me? Career oh, tip 101, right? Make your boss's life easier. Exactly. The show goes on! Yeah! Once I dedicated the, the book to... Uh, to Cliff and Lloyd, you know, said around the clock, around the country, first around the clock, around the block. After Hurricane Michael or whatever in Panama City, I'd see truck after truck of guys I trained that became regional players and then they became national players. <laughs> I, my, my thing is, I'm going to knock out any freaking loss in the country. And I knocked out the biggest of the biggest of the biggest and yeah. uh, got her done, got paid, and got the hell out of there. Opportunity is that fleeting moment between everyone saying it can't be done and everyone doing it. Hmm. Started with a Sears wet vac and trijet fogger for gosh sakes. Thirty-five dollars for my answering service was a, a burden, you know. <laughs> okay, so so can we pause there for a minute? Because that that question gets all asked all the time. What equipment is essential for me to start my business? And you know, on the social medias, it's you know, you need this laundry list of things, and you just said it right. You need a friggin' shop vac and a spray bottle, right? <laughs> shop vac and a spray bottle. I'll tell you what. You know, said around the clock, around the country, first around the clock, around the block. Cliff Lotnick wrote the uh, the forward to it. I appreciate it. Uh, Lloyd and I went out there, and I remember Jim's truck. Um, I can see uh, from one side clear through the other and, and it wasn't through windows. I mean, he actually had rust holes <laughs> oh, <laughs> on, on, on both sides, uh, you know, both sides of the truck. But, uh, you know, Jim was uh, a quick learner and, and uh, Jim is the best restoration salesperson uh, I know. I mean, he's really unbelievable at it because I think he has empathy. Uh, he gets people to trust him. Uh, you know, if I had a large loss and, uh, you know, he's probably the guy that I would want to make the, you know, the sales presentation. He's just really, really good at it. My life is one disaster after another. That's the official title of the book, right? That's the thing. And it's about large loss marketing, large loss sales, using safety to close sales. It deals with large loss politics oh. because you can lose your company on a large loss. Yeah. You can lose your company. A house loss, John, you normally don't lose your company. You lose $25,000. It doesn't put us out of business normally. It might hurt, but it doesn't put us out. You do a three or $400,000 loss, then you don't do it right. I mean, Politically, you don't do it right. Not maybe technically, politically. You know, yeah. it's, a, it's a risky business, but you can, you know, you can protect that risk too by doing it right. This is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. It's the Dojo Podcast. One listener phrased it best, annoying but helpful. So, if on Thursdays you need to be annoyed but helped, give us a listen. What's that now? Yo, Joe.